1: You're listening to episode 65 brought to you by FabFitFun and Care Of. For $10 off your first box at FabFitFun, go to FabFitFun.com and enter the code LOVELY10. And for 25% off your first month of personalized Care Of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code LOVELY. Thank you. I'm so grateful to be here. I am so excited to have you. When I was really kind of mapping out what our spring was going to look like and what we were going to be talking about on the show, because we have a Patreon account with Cultivating the Lovely, and our whole focus this year has really been on self-care and just really you know, taking care of ourselves on a variety of different levels. And I got your power sheets for the very first time last fall, and they have made such a difference, which we are going to get into throughout, you know, this episode. But to get us started for people who don't know who you are, would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Absolutely, it would be my pleasure. Um, I'm like I said, so grateful to be here and so excited to chat through um, how the power sheets have helped you too. But yeah, for me, it has been a long journey yeah. <laughs> to even get to the point of making those. Um, I'm a very grateful wife. I'm a grateful mom and. Um, those two things in themselves are really where my story intersects with our business. So I'm the CEO of a company with a very um, similar name yeah. to yours, which is so fun. We share yeah. I totally share the same heart. Um, I'm the CEO of a company called Cultivate What Matters. Yeah. Um, so I love all the work that you do and love how you encourage women right where they are um, and to do this work so well. And about six years ago, I found myself in a very um, tense time of my life. It was about six or seven years ago. Um, My husband and I had gone through a really long, dark time of being two ships passing in the night Mm. Um, and and not even passing. Like there wasn't like a casual passing. It was more like a crashing into each other a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, And during that time, God was really trying to get a hold of my heart and um, he was not a believer at the time. Um, It was a very, you know, tense time for me and my business too. And Mm -hmm. I really used my work at the time as an escape. So I'm also the founder of Southern Weddings Magazine, which I started about uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And it was right around that time. Oh, thank (laughs) you. That's very kind of you to say. Um, And it was right around that time that the magazine was starting to pick up speed. um, And I got really overwhelmed with so much work. Um, But but I didn't know at the time that um, busyness was not something to wear as a badge of honor. I really um, thought that my work was my worth because our marriage was just a mess. Everything felt like it was impossible to change. Um, but by his grace, he did change it. And um, my husband did become a believer, which is not something that happened overnight. It was a long, like, year period of struggle and hardship and um, wrestling with each other and God together. Um, And in our marriage being changed and in my, my own selfishness being changed a whole lot, my business totally changed. So it was right around the time we released our fifth anniversary issue of Southern weddings, and um the heartbeat of that issue was love never fails. And that's like obviously not our love never fails because we mess up all the time. Yeah, For else in our story, it was about God's love never fails, no matter what happens in our circumstances. Um and something clicked. The business started to change. I started to obviously change. Um, and, it was around that time that a lot of good things started happening, but you know, too many good things is also not great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because that can overwhelm you. Just like you teach so well, cultivating the lovely is about making room for those things to grow too. Yeah, and um, I, I really needed a way to sift through my priorities. had too many priorities and really there should only be one priority. Um, and the rest of those things fall underneath that. But for me, I had like 50 and I would come to the end of a year and just feel so frustrated that I didn't make progress on the things that really mattered to me. Like God was doing really good things in our lives, um, specifically in that year. But I still came to the end of that year and thought, man, if I could have just, tended to these things that matter to me, even just a little bit at a time. I know it could add up. And that concept was something that I have to admit was pretty foreign to me because I was very much dead set on instant results, overnight success. Um, I thought that that's what you should strive for. And Now I know the truth, which is that that doesn't really exist and that all good things grow over time and all good things grow through imperfect progress. So I made myself what I called a tending list. I just wrote out all the things that I felt like were important to me, things that I had to tend to, everything from, I had a new baby at the time. So obviously being a mom, uh, being a wife, everything from that to my Facebook page, like so many things on this list. And um, that was my first tending list. And then I took it another step further. I thought, well, I kind of need to know like what to put on this tending list every month. So I made myself a set of worksheets that I called the power sheets. And originally it was really just a set of loose leaf worksheets, like I said, that I made for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I kind of used them with some of my coaching clients at the time. I was doing coaching for branding clients. And again, something clicked. I started to create this process for myself of uncovering what matters, making an action plan. Mm-hmm. And then tending to it little by little. And it wasn't rocket science. It was it was just wisdom that I had learned from lots of different experiences in my life, namely the hard ones. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's kind of where the power sheets came. And that is what started um a whole nother chapter of our lives and of our business of a new company that came out, which is cultivate what matters. That's mm-hmm. only um a few years old now, yeah. And so that's where I spend most of my time now um, on the business side is with Cultivate What Matters, and of course tending to my little flock of children like you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, and they're adorable. And you've got you've got oh. some overlapping ages and stuff, right? I mean, you... yes, we do. I have a
2: six year old, um, six and a half year old Grace, who I homeschool a couple of days a week, um, and then we have two two year olds. Yeah. With, wow. Um, but they're about six months apart. And if the math is weird to anybody, it's because Sarah was adopted six months after Joshua was born. Um, yeah. And it's wow. really
1: crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. I just, it's so fun to watch your story and be like, wow, look what she's doing. That's, that's pretty incredible. And look what God's doing, you know? I mean, that's, exactly. I that's mean, cool. even as you
2: said that, I was like, it is not, look what I'm doing. I'm so glad you said the truth. It's like, look what God yeah. did. Because yeah. he's try to wreck us up in order to build us back up again new mm-hmm. and different he's so good to do that
1: yeah oh absolutely and that's one of the things i'm i'm so personally excited about your products, because okay, I'm just I want to say this. I said this to you before we started recording, but I do not want this to be like a salesy podcast. Like, <laughs> hey guys, you know, because I purchased power sheets myself. <laughs> like they were not yes. sent to me, and I I truly love them. And I, you know, I've had the podcast for three years now, and I. I, I knew who you were. Like I had friends who had used the power sheets over the years. So kind of from years I've seen a distance, like how, cause they just started out as printables. Right. Was that,
2: well, it, it was started out as like a loose leaf okay. worksheet set, and that was like the first two years. Yeah. Um, and then we were It's another part of my story is I work from home. So yeah. we um do all of this in my house and we were hand collating all these power sheets for the first two years. Oh, so man. there was one Thanksgiving where I remember sitting on shipping boxes with my family for Thanksgiving dinner and I was like, this this needs to change. So yeah.
1: Get this out of our house. Yeah.
2: Um but yes, originally it was loose leaf work sheets, and then we put it into a bound format.
1: And did it go through binder as well? Like it feels like there it was a Yeah, Yeah. there's been an evolution of it.
2: There has. It has been. And the crazy thing is, and, you know, not just to talk about uh, products, but I think that's true with anything as God changes us, as he cultivates our hearts. The the things around us in our lives that we have a hand on, they uh, pretty much are guaranteed to change too, and that's what happens for us. Not just with power sheets, but really for all the products that we have. Is mm-hmm. um, I'm amazed to see the evolution of them. It's like as my life has been changed, so have the power sheets alongside that. Yeah, as I grow and change, so do they. So yeah, it started as loose leaf worksheets. Then we had binders. We added to it. And now we put it into a a bound format with like a spiral coil. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: Which I adore because I'm a planner girl. Like I I love love a good planner (laughs) and like having it be pretty. I mean, I'm all about adding the pretty, especially when it already comes pretty. Like that's awesome. (laughs) awesome. Like I I love to like add the stickers and the washi tape and everything. But this past year for me – There's just not been margin for me to be able to do that. And so when there is something that is already pretty to start with, it's like, oh, thank you, Jesus. That just really (laughs) added. And I just, I love how personal it is because, like you say, like every year it's a little different, right? You grow and you change it. And I love that your handwriting is throughout it. It really feels like, I sat down with you for a counseling session. <laughs> like That's really good to hear. I'm it, so glad. I wasn't expecting that either. Like, I really bought these knowing, like, okay, I'm a single mom now. Maybe it's time to get power sheets. And, like, I'm really having to I, – I never thought I would have to be relying on my business to, like, mm-hmm. actually provide for us. You know, it was yes. just supposed to be the extra thing to, you know – pay for things for the kids or you know get myself some planner supplies every once in a while (laughs) yes but now it's like oh my goodness you know I I'm really having to to look at building this in order to like I'm staying with my parents right now and trying to build it to a place where we can get out on our own and establish our new little family for what it is now and so I really bought the power sheets with that in mind like okay I need to set all these goals I need to be growing the business I need to be doing all of that but what blew me away was I actually have them here sitting on my lap and what blew me away was how much deeper it went than that it really was like dissecting the last year and looking at what fears you were having and who you were grateful for and like all these things that I just I didn't expect it all I wasn't really thinking about it at that point point. and as I started working through it I just it was sinking in deeper and deeper like oh my goodness like I am now a power sheets loyalist. I cannot <laughs> wait to get these sheets next year and do this process again and then look at the difference between the two years and mm. how things mm-hmm. have changed and how things have grown and and really as I've been using them because I had thought like, okay, I got to set all these big, hard goals. I'm having to, you know, provide for myself. But our life has also been so crazy and so kind of up in the air and still majorly in transition. And, yes. you know, we're going from we've always been homeschoolers and next year we aren't going to be able to be homeschoolers anymore and you know things like that that there's still been so much transition that the way that I would traditionally like set my goals I've had to think of this is kind of in more a recent realization that I have to set hopes right now more than goals Mm -hmm. because I love that so yeah so much of it is out of my control that I can't be like dead set on this is how I'm going to get to this place because I can't I can't control that right now, but I can hope by the end of summer that we have our own place and and then I can kind of work backward from there and look at the things that I do have control over and, and make my notes and everything as far as that goes in my power sheets. And my favorite part so far has been like the quarterly kind of recheck in because even mm-hmm. in, in that amount of time, I'm able to see, wow, look at how different things are now than they were in end of November and December. You know, right. It's, right. that part of it has just been so much more powerful than I really expected these sheets to be. And so... I'm just I'm super excited to see how they continue to to change and evolve and what you bring to the table and and I feel like it's kind of like a scrapbook for me to be able to look back (laughs) on every year of like my personal involvement. It's really good. And you yeah, even it's forced funny. me, I'm sorry, I'm going to say one what? more thing, I'm just, I'm going to take Jeez, over. Go ahead, it's great. <laughs> I was going to say, you You even forced me to pick a word that I didn't even like <laughs> for my word that's of the year. So, so. What is your word? It's grow, and I usually like something that's like a cool word, and it sounds <laughs> like, you know, it's got really some gusto to it, and uh-huh. I went through the whole process and was looking up definitions and synonyms and, you know, everything, and it was just like, Oh, it's grow. grow. (laughs) It just has to be grow. (laughs) But it was so good to really walk through like the whole process of it that you really encourage. And I just love it. Okay, you go.
2: (laughs) This is, first of all, incredibly humbling to hear because... We don't do any of the work for people with not just power sheets, but anything that we teach, any of the content we put out. Yeah. We often tell people that, like, we, we can't do the work for you. And when yeah. I say the work, um, I mean, like, answering these questions in a very honest manner, um, putting one foot in front of the other, and physically doing the things that you write down on your tending list, and taking action on your goals. So I have to say, it's really encouraging to hear your drive, like, your yeah. individual and I don't use this word lightly, but inspiration, mm. because inspiration has to do with being infused with the spirit. That's where yeah. the root of that word comes from, right? Yeah. Um, and I can tell that you are a passionate mother. Like yeah. you want this for your family. And I think that's really the heart of what we teach is, and, and what I hope for the world, if I can speak in a grand manner, is that yeah. um, that we don't just go through the motions and you're such a, your life, your story right now is such a beautiful example of that because it would be really easy for you to just close up the book and say, you know what? I literally can't control any of this. So why even try? But instead, and we get asked this question so many times. So I'm so grateful for how you share your story. Um, how do you cultivate what matters? in a season of transition, how do you cultivate what matters in the thick of it? And for me, the season after the season after our adoption was a very poignant season for me to learn that lesson that there were so many things I felt like I couldn't control. Like we had, the circumstances seemed like very like simplistic. We had two um, infants at the same time, you know, that sounds like, okay, fine. A lot of people have twins, but yeah. there were a lot of things that happened in that season for us that were more about spiritual warfare. Sure, It was I a bet. very tense season. And there are just things I felt like I couldn't control, but I remember writing down on my power sheets, the month that we adopted Sarah, um, on my tending list, all it said was pray and drink water. Yeah, That's it. Like That's pray. And drink yeah. Water. I can focus on just those essentials that's better than me not doing anything at all so that's Mm -hmm. what I love that you just said um and my encouragement to everybody listening is the same which is in your seasons of transition when you feel like you don't know 20 steps ahead you Mm -hmm. do have the ability to choose the next step ahead you can choose the next best step um and yeah again I'm just really grateful for how you share your story in that way it's great
1: thank you Ladies, one of the sponsors for this week's episode is FabFitFun. I was so excited when they contacted me because I have wanted to try FabFitFun since basically they started. If you aren't familiar with what FabFitFun is, it's a seasonal subscription box with full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It typically retails for $49.99 but always has a value of over $200. When the spring box arrived on my doorstep, it did not disappoint. Some of my very favorite products out of that box have been the Kate Somerville Exfolicate treatment. I use it all the time in the shower. And I also really love my free people starry-eyed travel eye mask. You guys have probably seen the picture of me on Instagram. I just love that thing. And also all the Tarte lip glosses and lipsticks, and they were full size, you guys. It basically felt like Christmas right smack dab in the middle of my spring. So if you want to get a hold of the box and actually get $10 off your first box, you can go to fabfitfun.com and enter the code LOVELY10. With that code, it'll only be $39.99, and it's a really nice little way to treat yourself and get some really fun products that you may not have otherwise heard of. So go to fabfitfun.com and use the code LOVELY10 to get $10 off your first box. It's It's been a, a big process, and I think, you know, for me, it's been a much bigger process than I even realized it would be. You know, you kind of, you come out of the situation like I was in, and you think it wasn't as bad or, you know, I, I don't know, just a lot gets uncovered and revealed over yeah, that six yeah. month process and counseling and, you know, all yes. the rest. But I mean, there's, it's just been a slow uncovering where I remember even thinking back when I, I first came out and I'm in counseling, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm okay. You know, yeah. but now I look back, I'm like, I was so not okay. You know, but, right. but God is so faithful to, not necessarily give us everything at once which I have a hard time with but to do that it's like an onion you know just like kind of peeling back those layers slowly until you can kind of get to the heart of it and be able to be like okay I can move forward but all through that especially having the amount of responsibility I have on my shoulders now is like but I have four people relying on me like there's right and I can't just sit here and wallow no. like as as much as I, I you know you have your moments of course but it's like I I just have to keep I have to keep going you know and and you do and I'm really grateful for things like this and also this is going to sound seriously like I'm doing an infomercial but <laughs> and this was something that you guys actually sent me and I was so grateful for but it was the write the word journal hmm. and Again, I just had this appreciation for first, it was beautiful, which really, you know, like (laughs) I I like a well, well thought out, well done product. But in the past with Cultivating the Lovely, we've put out like um, writing challenges for writing scripture. So, you know, through we've done whole years where we've outlined each day what scripture to write down. That is
2: awesome. and,
1: and, And share those things. And this was the first year in a while that that just felt like too much, I couldn't, hmm. I couldn't put that together. And yeah. so when I got your guys's journal and it was laid out for me and it was beautiful. That is
2: amazing. It was
1: so it was just, I was so grateful. And you guys sent me, I think it was cultivating gratefulness or I think that's the. the
2: it's <laughs> that just awesome.
1: And I love that it has like the journaling, you took it a step farther. Like you can you can journal, you can pick your word for the day. You can, you can really let it marinate and let this very simple practice of writing the word be something so deep and so true and a way to connect with God. And in a time when I was even really having trouble feeling like, does God even love me? Because I'd had Mm -hmm. such criticalness put on me for so long. I know that, that my view of God had kind of gotten tainted. It wasn't that I didn't, believe in Him or love Him, but I didn't feel like He really liked me all that much. Yeah. And being able to just do that very simple thing of writing down a couple of verses, even if it took me a week to just write Mm -hmm. one of the, you know, pages of verses, it was just like this very simple thing that I could do to be like, I'm not feeling it right now. I don't necessarily feel all the lovey-doveys about the faith, but I can be faithful to do it anyway and ask God to help me believe that he loves me and he cares about me.
2: Yeah. And, you know, there's something that, that happens too when we write things down in our own messy handwriting. Yeah. And I, I, loved it. I love hearing that you guys have done this before and you probably more than anybody have seen the power of writing out the word. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there is, there There was a study done where they took a group of students who, um, half the students took notes on a laptop device, mm-hmm. and then half the students took notes in their own handwriting um, using paper and pen, and there was just landslide results in favor of writing notes in your own handwriting because yeah. more information was retained, more um, decision-making happens when we write it in our own handwriting. Sure. And I have to say, like, I would not consider myself a quote unquote journaler, but, Mm -hmm. um, because I know the power of writing things in my own handwriting, that's why we would never make a digital product, Mm. um, because there is there is a significant thing that happens just even physiologically you start to solve problems when you write it down your own handwriting and that goes with power sheets too people often ask us why can't you make this a download I I live in Timbuktu Um, because it wouldn't serve you well that's why Uh, there is power in the written word and obviously like how much more power in Writing God's word, whether you yeah. have a the word journal or not, like just grab some scrap paper and mm-hmm. get your Bible out and write out like a few memory verses and just see how that starts to sink in and makes you think about the verse more.
1: Yeah, it makes you take ownership over it in a different way. Yeah,
2: it does. That's a really, really great way to put it. I, I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I think it just sinks in deeper. And I think, I mean, just like you were saying the with the studies and stuff, like I was a professional note taker in college. <laughs> like I would That's get awesome. hired to take <laughs> notes for, you know, people who had dyslexia or, you know, whatever. That is so cool. And it, it was so true, though, because I would actually take the notes and then I would go and I would, I would pretty them up and I would type them out after I'd taken them in my own handwriting and I would color code them. And I would do that in high school too. I would usually rewrite my notes mm. and color code them, and I just you know the information then. It just is in Man, there. And what a great
2: example in your experience. That is such a cool story.
1: Yeah, it was it was really a profound for me to realize like, "Oh, this is working." Like I I would get to test time and it wouldn't even take me that much to remember it because I'd I'd interacted with it so much and mm. and made it my own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really important, especially when we come down to something like the Word of God that should be yes, in our hearts yes. and our minds, you know, really, really making that personal connection with it. I think it's in a very different way when, when we put our own hand to it.
2: I love that. I love what you said about how you interact with a text mm-hmm. when you write it out in your own handwriting. Like, oh, that is good.
1: Well, you just... I think that it's, there's so much more processing that happens because it's a slower pace than if you're just Mm -hmm. typing something out. And I find that even in my notes for when I'm, you know, going to do a podcast and I'm trying to remember everything that I want to talk to the person about, I have to re-review my notes a lot more if I've just typed them into Evernote than if I've Mm -hmm. written them down in a bullet journal or something.
2: Yep. Yep. That's really interesting because do you ever go back and read notes like I take notes Mm -hmm. at church and I I probably never go back and read my notes but just the fact that I have written them out that's really the thing that solidifies the message for me
1: yep exactly actually it was kind of in the last six months especially because a lot of my my belongings got pared down because I made a pretty quick exit um but I had saved for years all these notes that I took at church but I had to kind of realize like I never look back at them. I never do.
2: Why, you know? Yeah.
1: Why am I saving them? It's really the process of writing them down that is what mattered. So it's not Mm -hmm. to abandon taking notes at church. It's just. Just right. that I don't really need to hang on to them. Right. You don't need to
2: necessarily like read them afterwards. It's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. 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 I think that that's another reason why, um, you know, again, whether people have power sheets or not, I do a free goal setting series on my blog every yeah. year. And even for people to grab some scrap paper paper and write out the answer to, this question, where do you want to be when you're 80 years old? Mm -hmm. Just that in itself. There's so much power to, um, like you said, processing that answer in the written word, letting it sink in. It allows you to start to paint a visual picture of where you want to go. And that's where you start to solve problems. You think to yourself, well, if that's where I want to be when I'm 80 years old, what am I going to do about it now? What what yep. needs to happen in between now and then to be able to make that happen, as opposed to just reading it on a screen and then you forget yep. about it.
1: Absolutely, and I love that you say that. I I followed your whole goal setting course this year, which was so much fun. You guys, you guys just really do such a polished job of putting. That everything is so out kind. There. Thank but you. I I don't. You probably don't realize this, but for a couple of years ago, how like the podcast and everything got rolling. I'd been a blogger for years, but then I did a live morning show on Periscope for a year and a half.
2: That is awesome. And
1: that was one of the things that we talked about a lot was think of yourself in your old age. Think of yourself even Mm -hmm. at 50, 60. Like, what do you want? How do you want your children to remember you? How, what kind of a legacy do you want to leave? Are you cultivating that right now? Are you working towards that? That is so good. And, And even I think with the handwriting and whether it's power sheets or write the word journals or scraps of paper or your own journal... Your kids really appreciate your own handwriting when they're older, too.
2: That's so true. (laughs) I mean,
1: I even, I have a box that my granny, my great-grandma, had just, like, scribbled something on the top of, and I remember coming across it in my laundry room being like... (gasps) It's, it's an instant connection with her, even though she's been gone for a decade. Like I, Mm, I would know her handwriting anywhere. Yeah, I just, I think that's, especially with something like a write the word journal, you know, for our kids to be able to go back and look at (laughs) later on of how God was working in our lives and how his word was impacting us. That's powerful. That
2: is so true. I mean, I'm sitting here at my desk and I have this box of my grandfather and my grandmother's Bibles mm. and the notes that they wrote in the margins, even to each other. I mean, yeah. just like you just said, like spinning image thoughts of what you just said. When I see my grandmother's handwriting, it just takes me back. It just gives yeah. me this feeling in this picture of that's where I want to be when I'm 80.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. And I think those are valuable things to be thinking about even now of those legacies that we want to leave. And
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is good. I just took a note on that. That's no. awesome.
1: <laughs> I know. We've just, we got so many parallels here, girl. We I, do. I, I, I love, love this. It. Yeah. It's super fun. We meet someday soon. That's great. Yeah, I know. It's really good. I just, I so appreciate the things that, that you put out there and that they're done beautifully because like I kind of mentioned earlier too like cultivating the lovely is all it kind of stemmed from we live these chaotic lives and we just need to add that beauty in that self-care in wherever we can because it's it's probably not going to be those those big (laughs) vacations or spas or whatever you know it's it's doing the little things and I love companies like yours that I feel like and I'm leery like I, I don't tend to just like jump on the bandwagon I mean you have put out power sheets for a lot of years and this is the first time I was like okay I'm gonna well, give her a right shot on time. It <laughs> yeah, was right on time it was, it was great it was and and I just because of that though I think I have a, a much deeper appreciation for what you put out because it really mm. is just it's so so well thought out to the smallest detail which I, I really appreciate thank you but for women who are just thinking okay we're halfway through the year though you know how do I start you know usually you plan your goals at new year's or at the beginning of right. the school year like this is kind of an awkward time to be starting planning I mean we both know that's a myth you can you can right. pick that up at any moment and start moving forward but what would be your best advice or tips to those women who are like well what do I do
2: Yeah, I'd say that we have to know the truth, which is that there's nothing magical about January 1st. Yeah. It is a a wonderful opportunity to get on the momentum bandwagon and sure. start something um, in a nice little package of a calendar year. But I mean, for me, there was like a day two weeks ago. It was a Thursday morning, random day, not the beginning of a month, um, not the beginning of a year where I woke up and I decided I wanted to change. And mm. um, I made some decisions to start to make more room in my life to hear God's voice And so there truly is nothing magical about January first, and I think that that type of mindset holds us back from every day being a new year. I mean, God, the way God works, His economy has nothing to do with calendar years. Um, It has everything to do with, are you ready to turn away from your ways and walk my ways? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And if you're ready, that's your new year right there, my friend. So, um, I'd say that some practical advice for that is um, we we really focus on mid-year goals as a way of looking at how can I take this last, I shouldn't say last, how can I take this next Uh, portion of the year and really use it on purpose Mm -hmm. Um, and something else that I loved what you said earlier was really about how in this season you feel like you have to really hold on to hoping for things and that's really important in goal setting is to kind of flip the script on goal setting in general Mm -hmm. and make it fun make it work for you Make it um, actionable, but also to know that we were created for seasons. Yeah. And you don't have to commit to a goal at the beginning of the year and stick with it all year long. In fact, I think if you do that, there may be um, some times when you won't be so motivated yeah. because as we grow and change, so do our goals. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe the heart and the core from where we do them remains steadfast. God never changes, um, but the way we carry those things out has to grow and shift along with our circumstances, along with our season absolutely, and along with our needs, like you said. So it's a neat opportunity to stop and say, okay, how am I going to live on purpose instead of by accident in this next season? Not even for the whole next half of the year, but just for this yeah. one season.
1: Yeah, How am I going to use this well? Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. And I think there's some big examples of that, like we've been talking about here, like, you know, you've said how your power sheets have changed over the years. Like, it's it's not going to stay the same. We have to see how God's working in this particular time in our lives. I know this is like business wise, but for me too, I've I've got this Patreon group and at the beginning of the year I laid out, okay, this is what we're doing all year long. But this is a new thing to me. We're just starting this Patreon and I've found that I really have to keep iterating. Like I have to keep being like, Okay, this work this is working, this isn't. I'll introduce this new thing, okay, is that gonna work? Is it not? You know, there's a certain amount of feeling out and that's on a business level, but we can do that in our personal lives too. I mean just everything from our parenting, like is this working?
2: Yes. Is it
1: not to, you know, <laughs> That's a good example. You know, it's just we, we have to if we set our goals too hard and fast and just be like, oh, I have to hang on to this or, you know, right. it's all over. Then we're not allowing to God, for God to speak into what he really wants us to be doing. Are we really searching out his heart in those things if we set those goals so hard and fast? Yes, absolutely. I
2: mean, even scripture says for everything, there is a season. Yeah. Um. And really like thinking about that in context, when that was written, you can see that play out in the lives of like the Israelites and the prophets and so many mm-hmm. things that there were seasons for specific things. Um, God made rain come only for specific years sometimes. Yeah. And, um, our lives are really the same. I mean, we look outside and we faithfully have winter, spring, summer, fall, mm-hmm. um, and really our lives should be the same. And that's where we find this elusive thing that we call balance, Yeah. Um, We want balance to be a steady state, just like we think our goals should always be a steady state. They're not. Mm -hmm. There are inevitable ebbs and flows, ups and downs, changes in season, spikes in weather. And that's how our lives work too. We have to have those proverbial seasons in how we make what matters happen. Like Mm -hmm. seasons of spring, which is like new growth and forward motion, has to be coupled with a time later on of winter, of rest and letting the land just lie fallow so we can be drawn in. Inside to dream and think about the future again.
1: Absolutely. Ladies, I want to tell you about a really fun new service that I've been trying out called Care Of. It's a monthly subscription vitamin service made from effective quality ingredients personally tailored to your exact needs. Because even when you try to maintain a healthy diet, it can be hard to get all the nutrients your body needs for long-term health. Vitamins can help fill in the important gaps that your body is missing from your diet or give you an extra boost where you need it. 90% of people, in fact, fall short of FDA-recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin or nutrient. But usually, it's a lot more than that. (laughs) I know it has been for me. So how Care-of works is you go online and you take this fun little quiz that makes it really easy to figure out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. The short quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and uses these answers to create personalized vitamin packs just for you. They even have your name on them and a fun little quote every day. The quiz is really simple and takes only a few minutes to get you personalized supplemental recommendations, which I found really interesting to see what it was they thought I needed. In fact, I even ran it by my naturopath, and she agreed with their recommendations. The recommendations are based on clinical research and traditional medicine with input from doctors and nutritionists. Your subscription box will include individually wrapped packets with your specific vitamins and supplements for easy grab-and-go use. You'll receive a 30-day supply shipped right to your door. No more worrying about replacing multiple bottles when you run out or missing a few days until you can make it to the store. And you ladies know I'm all about the convenience factor. You can modify your subscription at any time, and it costs about 20% less when compared to similar brands at local drug and health food stores. There are even vegan and vegetarian supplemental options to match your dietary needs. If you want to try it out, you can get 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins by just visiting TakeCareOf.com and entering the code LOVELY. Again, for 25% off your first month, you can go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code LOVELY. I was talking with um, Sandra Dalton-Smith, who wrote Sacred Rest. I don't know if you're familiar with that book. That
2: but is great.
1: Yeah, she's actually an MD, and we're going to be focusing on this book in Patreon throughout the summer and reading it together and stuff because she talks about the seven different types of rest we need. Everything from you know spiritual rest to you know like being in nature that that is a part of our rest creative rest like actual physical rest I mean she's got it's, it's really good but I was saying yeah we're going to study your book in the summer she's like oh the summer that's like the hardest season and for me it was always like oh summer I'm not trying to homeschool on top of everything yes. else I'm trying to do like <laughs> summer's the down season we're not yes. right in the middle of basketball or whatever right. so it's like even not comparing to when other people's busy seasons are it looks different Mm -hmm. for all of us
2: yep yep I agree with that
1: so what does a typical day look like for you right now
2: Mm, that's a good question. So for me, a typical day is, um, and I'll say this in short, there's a lot of pieces I'm going to leave out, but sure. um, to give you it in a nutshell is that I wake up really early. First thing I do is I read the Bible. Um, and that's out of necessity. I know mm-hmm. that my heart can stray. And so I need to fill my heart with his voice before anything else. Otherwise, um, you know, a friend of mine, um, Simon T. Bailey, he always says how you start the day determines the day. Mm. And so that is true. I feel like that's an anchor in my life. Um, I get up really early, like 515, 530. Kids get up right around that same time. Ugh. So we are early risers around here. Yeah, uh, But we also do family breakfast together instead of family dinner because everybody goes to bed pretty mm. early. Okay. And so that's a really sweet time for us to have all three kids together. My husband Ari is always there, and um, we have family breakfast, and then we go out on a walk. Me and all three kids. I throw them in the double stroller, um, nice. and <laughs> we just kind of pile in. Yeah, and that's typically how I get my exercise. And um, then I start my work day at about nine o'clock. We have a, a full time caregiver that comes. I'm not superwoman, not trying to do this without um, a wonderful gal to help me here. Yeah. And um, I work from about eight to 5 530. And during my work day, it is um, a mix of all different kinds of things. I say I spend the majority of my time um, doing meetings, actually, which sounds like a really boring, crazy thing. But the reason is, is because for me, being in a leadership position, I'm in charge of making a lot of decisions and shepherding the content and helping people yeah. to grow as leaders in our team too. So a lot of the time decisions are made in those meetings. And so that's why I end up spending a lot of my time in this. Yeah. Um, I'm doing, you know, th- things like this wonderful interview that I'm doing with you, sharing about the heart of why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of it too is nuts and bolts business. So, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah paying bills, talking about spreadsheets, doing things that are not so glamorous. But um, I really believe that even the mundane things have meaning when Mm -hmm. you know your why you know your purpose, which you're someone that clearly does. Um, After work, I take the kids and I I typically am the one putting them to bed. Um, Sometimes my husband gets home early enough to do that. So I get to hang out with them and go out in the garden with them a little bit. And um, then uh, two days a week, though, I homeschool Grace, so that schedule kind of gets flipped on its head sure. and do different stuff. Yeah. And then two days a week, she's going to a homeschool school, which That's is a really nice. good thing.
1: Yeah, my kids yeah. go to one of those one day a week right now. That is fun. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah so I know how how great those can be and, <laughs> yeah. and have definitely been helpful for our transition moving forward for sure, so... Well, I have had so much fun talking to you. Before we wrap up, I do want to say, though, you just, by the time this goes out, you will have released, I think about a month ago, your brand new um, spring line of products. So do you want to mention any of those that you're super excited about?
2: Yes, we are so excited to have Write the Word for Kids,
1: um, which funny. is
2: a kids' version of our popular Write the Word journals for adults. We have two new volumes of Write the Word um, for adults, which are Write the Word Prayer, which helps you to grow in connection with God, um, and then Write the Word Forgiveness, which is one that I'm really excited about. Mm. Um, it it illuminates different portions of Scripture, and obviously we encourage people to make sure you read these things in context to get the yeah. full weight of them. Um, but the right the word forgiveness i my hope and my prayer is that it helps women specifically to understand the weight of god's transforming grace not as a hall pass for missteps or mistakes but truly as a powerful, transforming force. Um, It's not something to be taken lightly. So I'm hoping that that helps to illuminate what God's grace really is all about. And then we have our um, power sheets are back on sale. We have a sticker book, which makes Bible journaling really fun too. And um, two new goal guides that are coming out. Um, One for wellness, which I know is something that you are passionate about, Mm -hmm. cultivated self-care and one for finance.
1: That's fun because when I heard it was wellness, I thought more like, oh, it's just like fitness and whatever. But when you talk about it like that, that's really exciting.
2: Yeah, it's neat. It combines, it's just like a mini little workbook that combines prompts to help you uncover goals for um, a more holistic approach to wellness. So including nutrition, um, fitness, but really mostly focusing on what we call cultivated self care. So not like on a selfish escapist realm, yeah. but more about like, how can I fill my well so that I can love everybody else in the best way?
1: Hmm. I, you know, I was just talking to my best friend today because she's just been, you know, having a hard time and, you know, life's rough and we all have our, our dips and stuff. And, and it's not that she, I mean, she occasionally can go get her nails done or go get a massage or whatever. I was like, that's not what you need right now. Mm-hmm. As nice as that would be, that's not Going to do for you what you need, you need your soul to be taken care of, right? So,
2: true, exactly. So,
1: that sounds like a great product, and another one I'm gonna have to put on my wish list. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome, so glad. (laughs) Yes, I I just, yeah, I'm so excited to see all the new stuff you guys continue to have coming out. So, and people can find that at cultivatewhatmatters.com, correct? Yes. You got it. And we'll have all those links in the show notes and everything so people can find things really easily. But to wrap things up, Laura, how are you currently cultivating loveliness?
2: Mm, well, I can't help but think about my garden. So literal cultivation outside. Yeah, yeah. Um, We have a, a small little area on the side of our house where we have some raised beds. And that's really the place where... I feel like I get to let go, um, dig in the dirt, and start to understand all these lessons, so many lessons that God teaches me about good things growing over time. So yeah. that is the first place I think of.
1: Yeah, that absolutely. And you, you've you got a beautiful garden. I mean, just above so on all the other things. It's like, oh, it's all the beauty all around with Laura. So I love that. <laughs> um, for me, how I am currently cultivating loveliness, I... Recently, you know, sometimes you kind of go through a drought with business like you you're, you, love what you do, but there's not like that super inspiration or motivation and you're just kind of going like, where are we going from here? And yeah. then you have those like all of a sudden everything seems to come together and new ideas pop forth and that has really happened lately i've made a few few soft introductions online but we're going to be talking about it more over the summer but i have two new podcasts that will be coming out in that the is fall
2: awesome. and
1: i'm super excited about them so one will be on itunes and then will be one will be on patreon that's a little bit more private but We have just been having so much fun brainstorming these ideas because it's bringing in some of the things that I am losing, not being a homeschooler anymore. But I still want to be able to connect Mm. with my kids through scripture and literature and poetry and like have those be staples in their lives. So one of the podcasts will be like a little five to ten minute show that families can listen to on their way to school or even if they're a homeschooler or whatever to connect with their kids and ask some big questions.
2: I can't wait to listen. That is so so awesome. So
1: that's going to be called the same page to keep you on the same page with your kids. And then... We're going to take that a step deeper and in the Patreon account, there will be printables to go along with what we're working on on the same page, plus the actual tangible examples of how we are doing this in our lives Mm -hmm. and how we're making Mm -hmm. this transition and reestablishing home. And it's going to be called the Yellow Brick Road.
2: And that is so, so fun. I'm you are so, so good excited. at naming
1: these. Oh, thank you. Well, I had help with that one. A good friend of mine is kind of coming along beside me behind the scenes and she's just super relational with her kids. And so she's got some amazing ideas that she's bringing into it with like food and like how to connect with your kids through that. How and
2: awesome. So
1: it's it's super fun. And we're going to start out the year because along with the poetry and everything, I'm going to read classic novels on the podcast so you listen wow. to like a chapter a day and so we're starting the year with the wonderful wizard of oz so, so
2: fun yes. so
1: i'm all in the midst of like working on that and having ideas about that and having that fresh inspiration and motivation that then kind of drives all the other work that i have to do so yeah. it's really good to just feel that again so so yeah that is so awesome good I'm for you excited. yeah but okay enough of all that are you ready for the stock questions
2: Go for it! Okay. I'm so ready.
1: Candles <laughs> or essential oil diffuser. Mm, candles. Okay, cloth napkins or paper. Cloth. All right. City or country?
2: Country for sure.
1: I kind of thought so. Paper or digital?
2: Paper. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, shopping. Would you rather do it online or in the store? Online. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who has like multiple numbers of children or yep. like to yep. the same age uh-huh. I would always yep. be surprised that's, that's the answer
2: right there yep. thank you Amazon
1: <laughs> okay it's whatever time that you normally make dinner and you need a mental break do you listen to a podcast or to music music okay and what is some of your favorite music to listen to
2: we love gospel music praise okay. music um, we have a wide variety of music at our own church. So everything from like classic hymns to like stomp your feet gospel. So we awesome. love it all.
1: <laughs> Very fun. Okay. Chocolate, milk or dark? Dark. All right. Sports or no sports?
2: No sports. Nope. Yep.
1: I kind of figured that one too. <laughs> no, no. And, and I'm going to have a good guess on this next question as well. But live broadcasting, would you rather broadcast or watch? I would like to broadcast. So too, (laughs) alongside you, that'd be yes. That would be so much fun. I asked that of Sarah McKenzie the other day, and she's like, "I'm going to guess you enjoy broadcasting too." Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite movie? I don't think I could pick a
2: favorite, but a recent one that I've watched that I really surprisingly enjoyed um, is one of those like kind of cheesy Christian movies called Courageous. Oh, it's been around for a while, but. really liked it. It really is uh, a good one. It was good. It was good.
1: Yeah. And more, yeah. I I thought they did a pretty good job of making that one pretty heartfelt. I mean, it's got some deeper stuff in it, but it was also it pretty is. funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, it
2: was. There's one scene in particular that I still am laughing about, so. Is it in, highly the, recommend. in the cop
1: car? <laughs> oh, yeah, in the yeah. cop car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a great scene. <laughs> Okay. Where would you put yourself on the crunchiness spectrum if zero is totally not crunchy and 10 is like singing kumbaya by the fire with your legs unshaven and dreadlocks in your hair?
2: <laughs> I think I'm probably a two.
1: <laughs> okay. But you use cloth napkins. so I do. And I mean... that's more
2: because my mom um, is someone who cultivated in us a love for family meals. And so mm. she passed on to me a lot of her cloth napkins. I did not buy them uh-huh. myself, but we do also for the most part um not use paper towels just for sustainability
1: well they, that's crunchy too. yeah that's totally yeah, it's kinda crunchy. crunchy it's kind of crunchy yeah so I, I i i'm gonna give you a three i mean thanks I, i'll take that please yeah because i consider myself pretty crunchy but i paper towel it up all day long so <laughs> yeah
2: no we have paper towels too we try to use the cloth sometimes but we do yes. have a balance
1: yes Okay. Well, it was so much fun having you on the show. It was just a delight to talk with you. Thank you so much for meeting with me. Thank
2: you. It it was really a joy and just so encouraged by your story and all that you. you are doing to help women cultivate what matters. It's pretty awesome.
1: And you as well. Okay. I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. Bye. Okay, ladies, I just have to say for a second that I loved doing this interview with Laura Casey. I mean, I enjoy being a podcaster, and I really enjoy talking with people and having all of these different people on my show, but there was something about getting to interview Laura. She was so authentic and sincere and encouraging, and I really felt like we were in it together, and I love having people on the show who I think are really going to be encouragement to all of you guys, and so I just want to thank Laura for coming on the show, and I hope that you guys. really enjoyed this episode. If you want to chat about the episode more, of course, we would love to have some conversations going over in the Facebook group, which you can find by just searching Cultivating the Lovely on Facebook. And of course, if you want to go even a little bit of a step deeper and join us in kind of the VIP area, then you're going to want to join us for a Patreon membership. You can go to patreon.com slash cultivating the lovely to find all the different membership levels that we offer and what you can get there. We have a really fun podcast called What Ingrid and Fiona Like that's open to all $5 and subscribers. Plus we have monthly challenges. We've got a lot of conversation going in our private Facebook group. I do live videos every Wednesday. There's a lot going on over there and you guys, it's only going to amp up over the summer and especially into the fall. I've got some really big projects that I'm so excited to be getting working on and they will be releasing at the beginning of September. So I think you're going to want to be in there for those. Thank you, as always, for leaving those ratings and reviews in iTunes. If you haven't done it yet, you can just hop over there really quickly. You don't even have to say much. You can just be like, love the show or something really simple. And that helps other people be able to find the show because iTunes decides it wants to share it with others. So thank you so much for those of you who have done that or are about to. All right, you can find all the show notes for this episode at boldturquoise.com forward slash 065. And until next week when I am here with Jody McKenna and we're talking about the importance of creating spaces for our kids, go be bold and gracious.